Hello, my name is Jim Paconin, and welcome to Amazing Second Life by Design. You are here for the second episode, and I am so excited to be here to really further the discussion on what Amazing Second Life by Design is, who you might be that may benefit with us, and then just to have a little fun on this podcast. So as I said in the first episode, my name is Jim. I'm a life architect. I've been a life architect now since 2006, and I've coached people, mostly people in deep trauma and working with those that are looking to strengthen their addiction recovery. I actually have an addiction recovery podcast that's called Sobriety Elevated. But in my coaching career, as I enter my third act of life, as I really look forward, I want to do something where I can bring the wisdom that I've gained over the years and I can assist other people to literally create a legacy that is their life as they are in probably the mid part of their life. Maybe you're in crisis, maybe you're not. But one of the things that you know is that you now have all these years in front of you. And as you look to go into what has been called the third act in life, you don't know what to do. Now, I did a little research on this third act of life. And I'm going to go over in this episode the three acts of life. And I'm going to obviously spend a little bit more time on that third act. If you think about the first act, the first act of your life is mostly about growing up, the education you received. How was your youth? How did you experience life in this initial act of life? Oftentimes people, in my experience, and maybe it's because it's where I've worked since pretty much 2005, oftentimes it is the dramas and the traumas of life that created what you did as your primary career. It may have even created the spouse you chose, the partner you chose, the lifestyle you chose, where you lived, where you didn't live. A lot of that comes out of what occurred as we were developing our character and as we were creating who we were going to be in the world in our youth. So I would have you for a moment think back to the most impactful lessons that you had as a young human. You may want to write these lessons down because oftentimes you can use those to kind of explain your career choice, kind of explain why you did what you did. And I'm also going to say, not only in this episode, but in future episodes, it is the things that happen to you in the first act of your life that may have you be in the deep part.
pondering or in the deep funk or in not the best place as you enter this third act of life. So like I say, that first act, it's what happened to you as a child, right? And as you're thinking, right, think about your first car. Think about your first bike. Think about your experience of growing up. Maybe the incredible freedom that you had. Possibly all the restrictions you had. Now, coming into play with this is going to be your traumas. Everybody in life went through traumas. And the next thing I'm going to say is maybe a little harsh, maybe a little shocking, but I've often said I've, I was, I've been doing workshops in recovery centers since 2008. And in the over 30,000 people that I've led workshops to, I know one thing. I know that the trauma you went through is perfect for you. And the trauma you went through always created the space for you to have the lessons you learned. And this may be the case if you've done a lot of therapy, if you've done coaching, or if you've done nothing. The things that happened in that first act of life really formed how we were going to be in the rest of our life. Yet with where we are in society today and where we are in the understanding of the development of the human psyche is we're now at a point, and I did this and I still do this in my coaching, it is fairly navigatable for you to actually transcend a lot of those early traumas. And as you transcend a lot of those early traumas, you can reach a space in life to where you really have true mental freedom, to where you can experience this incredibleness of life. And as you are being in the incredibleness of life, you can really experience love and peace and inner contentment, especially in the things that happened in the first act of your life. Now, after the first act into your life, we moved into the second act. And the second act of your life is primarily about the career that happened after whatever level of education you got. And it's also about the family situation that did or didn't happen. Not only the family you created, but also how you interact with your family of origin. In the second act of life, we oftentimes take everything that occurred in the first act and it gets transcended as we focus on our career. And if you're listening to this, chances are you kicked butt in your career. You did really good. You reached this point to where you're now either have left that career, are pondering leaving that career because you know it's time for something different, or even in the event, like, like another very important career 
that often ends is empty nesters. Your career may have been the raising of those young adults. And as the result of that, if they're gone now, there may be a huge hollowness. Now, another thing that I talked about, and especially from the first episode, is some of the third acts of our life, they emerge as a result with successfully beating cancer. Eight years ago, they discovered kidney cancer in me. And that was, I think, one of the biggest wake-up calls in my life. When I was diagnosed with cancer, my then-girlfriend, now ex-wife, pleaded with me not to tell anybody. I was a coach and had a very successful coaching practice. She said that if you tell people that you have had cancer, it is going to destroy your career. And unfortunately, initially, I listened to her. But after the tumor was removed and I actually survived, I did a Facebook post and I explained why I had been so quiet and I began to talk about what happened. And that was the biggest thing that really took me, had me, well, I shouldn't say took me, it had me evaluate where this second act of life was. And as a result of that, I ended up getting a therapy dog. I ended up getting a dog that trained to be a therapy dog, and we actually sat with cancer people. We did that for five years. I also evaluated every place I was contracted to work. And at the time, I was working in five to eight recovery centers. I've spent a lot of time in recovery center rooms. They're one of the favorite places that I work in life because most of the time there, those people are, they've hit rock bottom and they are open to hearing things that can create hope and create huge shift in their life. And once the tumor was removed, I actually went public with the fact that I went cancer, much to the chagrin of my ex. She was very upset. But surprisingly, the only thing I got was a bunch of people that had nothing but compassion for the journey. And that's literally what drove a portion of the second act of my life in my volunteer work. And I also started to do some things like I literally became a death doula. So if people, they were in the last phase of cancer and they were not going to surprise, they were not going to be, there was an end point to their life and they knew there was an end point to their life quite literally, I would coach them on what it was going to be like the moment they passed, how to transition that spirit so that they could powerfully move beyond this life and this experience into the next life and the next experience. In 2019, six people I knew passed. The first one happened on New Year's Day. That was my father. 
my father, his wife, his, his, his second wife and I had had a lot of conversations around the spiritual. And when he passed, he did exactly what we had talked about. And as an empath, I have had numerous conversations with him. The sixth person that died that year died on December 30th. And it was, it was a dear friend of mine from the cancer treatment center who was in the media department who loved my therapy dog, Luna. And because of her, we were in a number of marketing pieces. We were on a wear your badge campaign. There was a number of places that the dog. And with her, I had also had a number of talks. And it's funny because four out of the six people that passed in that year, we had deep discussions about what was going to happen once they passed. So I want to say my cancer experience was an incredibly profound experience. And when I woke up after that surgery that they said I had had three talks that I might possibly die. And after I woke up, I knew it was time to make a difference. And that's when I really began moving in, moving towards, I'm going to say, my third act of life. I really feel I'm moving into that right now with amazing Second Life by Design and the programs that I am developing for people who want to create an empowered third act. And if that's you and this resonates with you, reach out. Get a hold of me. My email is jim at amazinglifedesign.com and let's have a conversation. But again, to recap, the second act is mostly about your career and family. And with the way life is today, oftentimes we end that first major career or we become an empty nester or quite literally you kick the keister of cancer And now you're wondering what to do. And what to do has been labeled the third act of life. And in my occurring world, it's really about understanding the experiences you have gone through to this point in your life and becoming very wise as a result of those experiences literally to the point of becoming self-actualized. And then in this, we want to do something where we can create a legacy, where there's a purpose, where we could use that drive and that power. But in this third act, we want to play. We want to have a lot of fun with our life. We want it to be enjoyable. And if you're listening to this, you may be in that third act of life or on the verge of the completion of the second act of life, and you may feel despair. You may feel hopeless. You may not know what you want to do. There is an incredible amount of pain that you are living through. And if that is you, I want you to know that you are in the perfect place. Because this third act of life is about focusing that energy and creating the way to make a difference in life. And you do that by 
figuring out what you want to do. And if you're having struggles, that's very common. As I was learning about the third act of life, I would literally go in and read some of the reviews of the books and read how some people were literally nearly suicidal because they didn't know what to do. But here's a little secret. You don't have to get there. You can actually work with somebody that has successfully navigated this third act that is living an amazing second life that just bought a brand new camper trailer so I can explore the world the way I really want to. I'm going to be bringing my life to these future episodes. But if you're in a space of despair, if you're in a space of hopelessness, you are in the right place. This podcast and my programs are going to assist you to create a life filled with power, passion, and play. And along the way, you are going to create the legacy that makes your soul shine. My name is Jim Pacone, and I want to thank you for listening. It's going to be a while before I have an official entry and exit. For right now, each one is going to be unique. If you like what you heard and you know somebody that's also maybe closing the second act of their life out and moving towards a third, please share this podcast. It's how we organically gain, gain people, we gain listeners. And the other thing, look forward to future episodes because what I'm going to bring to you is programs that bring you hope and have you create a life that is almost unimaginable for right now. Again, my name is Jim Pakonan. Thank you for listening, and we will see you on the next episode.